0: You are listening to Tom Green, a series that joins classes from St. David's Boys National School in Artain as they learn about the life of Irish Antarctic explorer Tom Green from the book Iceman by Michael Smith.
1: Welcome to St. David's Boys National School on the Kilmore Road in Artain. And with me are boys from Miss Cross's third class in that school. And we're going to talk about some very interesting topics uh, today, and the first one is going to be on the Antarctic. And the first young man who's going to talk to us is Luke. Luke, would you tell me something about um, the Antarctic for the for the listeners?
2: The Antarctic uh, is a continent. Very good. You can find you can find the South Pole in the Antarctic.
1: Right.
2: There are no polar bears in the Antarctic. They are located in the North Pole. Uh
1: huh. Very good. And what other animal is not in the North Pole? Penguins. Penguins, good yeah. man. That's it, very good. And what else do you know about the Antarctic?
2: The coldest temperature there that was recorded was eight minus 89 degrees Celsius. And it will freeze you to death in seconds. In
1: seconds. Now, for people listening now, in terms of temperature, when we're talking <laughs> about temperature, uh, if in Ireland, if we get maybe, say, minus 3 or minus 4, we're absolutely frozen, aren't we? Yeah. So this was nearly minus 90 So that was a huge uh, difference in temperature. Mm. So for people who are trying to operate in the Antarctic, it must be very difficult because it's so cold and there's winds and so on. Isn't that right? Yeah. So anything else you know about it?
2: It is too cold for people to live there. There's uh, no natural people that live there. Correct. They could only stay there for uh, only a few months or years Mm -hmm. and then they have to go because they could freeze to death.
1: Absolutely. And the winds, the chill factor, as they call it, That uh, is is dreadful. So if if like we when we get a very strong wind in Ireland, we feel extra cold, don't we? Yeah. So in the Antarctic, where it's absolutely Mm. freezing, as you said, if a wind on top of that makes you feel even colder, Mm. so it's it's not a nice place to be. No. No. So would you like to go there on your holidays? No. No, not very nice. (laughs) Right. Um, Now, Miss Cross, uh, nice to 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 meet you. Uh, Would you like to introduce the next next topic?
0: Um. So. We, we've been mainly learning th- about the Antarctic with this group. So, um, Luke, first, would you just like to read a few paragraphs, maybe? Oh, very good. From the story of Tom Crean, because we've been obviously looking at um, the story of Tom Crean and his various expeditions to the Antarctic. So, if you'd like to read. And
1: just before I start, Luke, we're, we're using a book which was written by a Michael Smith, all about Tom Crean, called Iceman. And this book you've all read and the, the boys in the various classes have read this. And it's a man from Kerry, an ordinary man, worked from a, a farm, big family, went off and joined the, the British Navy as a young man. So he was an incredible character and he's a great, uh, great model for, for everybody to look up to because he fought against very difficult circumstances. So look away you go.
2: This mysterious frozen land had a special place in people's minds. The Antarctic was unusual because it was uh, always believed the continent existed, even before people set eyes on the land. The mystery of Antarctica can be tracked back to ancient times. White Greek soldiers were the first to suggest that the earth was round. The Greeks uh, also knew that land existed at the top of the earth in the northern uh, regions for balance they insisted another clock chunk of land had to exist at the bottom of the globe they were convinced that a continent lay in the south Verges even though it had never been seen it was the belief which led to the continent being named Antarctica. Land in the north was uh, called Arctis, Greek for bear. Before the religious uh, lie beneath the wall known, bright stars uh, in the con- constellation yeah, of, of the bear. As a result, uh, the great they unknown land uh, is the south so was called Arcanis, the
0: opposite of Arctos. Very
1: good. Very good. So that's, so that's a good, good, nice explanation of where the name uh, came from.
0: And because the Antarctic was so cold, wh- what kind of clothes um, would Tom Crean have, have worn? Can anyone tell me? A woolly hat and scarf. A woolly hat and scarf. What else? Does anyb- anybody else have an idea of?
2: A uh, windproof trousers and windproof jacket. He also used gloves made out of reindeer skin
0: Rain- very good, very good. Yeah. and do you think um if we went to the antarctic today that we would wear those clothes or do you think they'd be a bit different i think they'll be we a be bit be different. different really leon what kind of clothes do you think um, we'd 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 wear if we were going to the antarctic probably
2: wear thermal clothes heavy jackets goggles woolly hats windproof trousers windproof shirts and cleats very good, cleats. So, what would they do? The, if there is a frozen lake and you need to cross it, what the cleats do? They have spikes on the end of your shoes, and you would dig them
0: into the ice. Oh, to to get oh, grip, so, we so don't it
1: do not slip. So it wouldn't uh, slip. very oh, good, right.
0: very good. What do you think we need the goggles for? Goggles. Would look a bit funny the with them? Would we? Mm. The
2: wind, the wind, and the snow would constantly be blowing in your face, and you could be thrown off course. Well, very good, very good.
1: And you know, a, bi- a big thing that, that uh, explorers of that time suffered from was a thing called snow blindness, because it was so white that they, 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 would, they would get blind. And in those days, they didn't have sunglasses as such. What they had was a sort of a goggle with a narrow slit in it to, to, to cut down the amount of light coming in. So they were very, what was known as primitive, very simple things that they, they did. So they were fantastic men. I mean, they, the clothes they were, were very, was very basic. They didn't have, mm. what, Gore-Tex, is that what you call it, the modern material today and so on. So it was tough going. Now, the other problem what they had with their reindeer boots was that it was very slippy. So how do you think they managed that?
2: They would manage it very difficult Ver- because they had no grip to keep them from falling on correct. the ice. So
1: they didn't have the cleats or the, the things you refer to, isn't that right? So can you imagine trying to walk along ice And you'd be slipping and sliding, pulling something or whatever. So it was very, very difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why Tom Crean is spoken of so highly in the book and by all his comrades that he was such a strong, but he was also a very positive person. And that was the big message that came out of the book for me was that it's a lesson for all of us that if we have a problem, you don't give up, you keep fighting. And he did because he kept him going. Yeah. Yeah. Yep so um th- th- the other thing that they had to be very careful of of course you mentioned they had gloves and mittens was the thing called frostbite isn't that right yeah Yes. Yeah, so they had to be very careful because in some cases they would lose yeah, the, the
2: frostbite would go and stop their blood and they have to get it amputated correct get
1: it so can you imagine there's been your fingers being chopped off because some i mean they might have had a doctor on mm-hmm. the crew but they wouldn't have modern uh, facilities like they would have in a modern hospital today. So can you imagine somebody cutting off your finger or mm. your toe? I think
0: one of the men got frostbite on his foot. Yeah. Can you remember in the story what yeah. what they had to do to, to, to yeah, help him? Yeah, um, each man had to the guy
2: put his foot on each of the men but each man could only withstand six uh, minutes. And where but did they
0: put his, the, the foot on the man? On, on his belly.
1: Just on his his belly. Tummy, yeah. Yeah. So they had to take turns mm. and they also had to keep him awake all night because if he fell asleep the, uh, the circulation would disimprove so can you imagine what they had to do so do you, do you, can you remember a winter time to say last, last winter and your hands were cold now that was just minor that was just a little tickle mm. compared to what they, those guys went through so can you imagine trying to thaw out somebody's foot by putting their cold foot on their stomach oh, that would be terrible wouldn't it that would be freezing it would be free, absolutely freezing so you can Im- try imagine what the conditions were like. So we had very cold weather, we had huge high winds. You had ice, you had snow, isn't that right? Yeah. And you had very poor clothing, and um, so it was, it was difficult. I wouldn't fancy going myself. Isn't that right? No. So anything else, Miss Cross?
0: Um, I'm just going to read a little bit, oh, lovely. and then we'll talk maybe about the animals that we find there. Right. Um, so this is just about um, Tom Crean and and. Um, his dogs, because he, he ah, had yes. um, a few dogs with him. That's so right. just, I'm just going to read a few paragraphs on that. So, time moved slowly, and some played football on the ice in gloomy half-light before the sun completely disappeared. Others hunted for food, killing seals or penguins. At night, they played cards or had a sing-song. In a fit of boredom one day, the 28 men agreed to have their heads shaved. Attempts were made to break up the ice which had trapped the ship. The men worked for hours, smashing the ice with picks and even using huge saws to cut their way through. But in spite of strenuous work, the ice refused to let go and the ship remained held firmly. Tom had two special tasks. He was kept busy preparing supplies for the planned overland journey and looking after his team of sledge dogs. Tom loved handling the dogs. The leader of Tom's pack was named Surly, who was generally friendly but shocked him once by biting him on the arm. Some of the other dogs were called Samson, Wolf, Shakespeare, Judge, Steamer, Jerry, Saint and Sadie. So they mentioned about seals and penguins. Can anyone tell me about the types of animals that they would have maybe seen Mm. in the Antarctic? They Um, might have seen that
2: Korean would have seen leopard seals and emperor penguins. And probably the most dangerous animal in the Antarctic would probably be... The killer
1: whale. Oh, the killer whale! Oh, mm. the arca, isn't that what it's called? Yeah. 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 They're 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 frightening looking, aren't they? You know, the black and white, and they oh, and they hunt hunting packs. You know, they don't go singly. They're, yeah. they're really very clever animals. So, uh, can you tell me anything else about the animals?
2: I know something about the killer whale.
1: Good. well, will tell that us.
2: They hunt by using echolocation.
1: Echolocation. My goodness.
2: Mm.
1: Right and uh, what do they hunt what sort of animals do they fish. chase fish yeah. and I suppose if they saw a penguin mm. yeah. yeah 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 and um, would you go swimming swimming with the killer whale no. no 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 he he wouldn't like he wouldn't bite you would he I think he might <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um, when we talk of uh, whales and so on they're huge animals aren't they I mean the, the, those, the killer whale is, is smaller than a normal whale but I mean I'd, I'd hate if one of them came if you were swimming down the beach and this this yo came along you wouldn't like it, would you? No. No. You'd swallow you or swallow me too, so boom, we'd be gone.
0: Um uh, what about maybe the Emperor penguins? What what um what what happens when they lay their eggs? Can, can anyone remember? Their mum the goes ha- off hunting. The mum goes off hunting and while the mum goes off hunting, who minds the egg and keeps the dads? The dad, daddy. The dad oh. does. Isn't
1: that unusual? Mm. That the f- the the father looks after the and the mummy goes off I'm mm. oh, sure the poor mothers have to do all yeah. the work. Isn't that right? And
0: it's pretty amazing because all the penguins stay in a huddle together and they take turns of going on the outside to keep the eggs warm. So it's it's a pretty amazing Oh, because it's so cold on the outside? Yeah, they go through the most um, coldest conditions during that time. So So
1: they must have fantastic um, feet to to insulate from the yeah,
0: cold. Yeah, yeah, mm. but so yeah, they do. And yeah. what happens to the egg if it falls out? Unfortunately, what can um, happen? the in?
2: egg will freeze in about five minutes, and the penguin will try to take somebody else's egg.
0: Oh, yeah, that can happen too. That penguins might steal the eggs if they lose Why? theirs. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh my. And which um animal does the penguin have to be really careful of? Can the, it, leopard the leopard seal. seal. The leopard seal. What what does he do?
2: And um, the leopard seal basically waits. He's like an ambush predator. He waits until the penguins swim and if t- when the penguins don't know he's there, he goes for them. That's giving him the element of surprise because oh, the penguins the cool. don't really know he was there. So there's there's a also a thing about penguins where one penguin has to jump into the water and if he comes back out it means it's safe. But if he doesn't it means there's a leopard seal.
1: Oh, really?
0: And how does the leopard seal kill them? Can you remember? Um,
2: if the penguins are on the ice and um, they will circulate the ice and bash them rap- repeatedly until the penguin falls off and then they'll grab the penguin, shake them and whack them off the body of the water, or they'll just jump up and swallow them.
1: Actually, I think in the book, if I remember, one of the times, um, a leopard a seal, a leopard seal, tried to try to grab one of Tom cream's uh, Tom Cream's colleagues, mm. and they had to shoot the, the the animal to save them because they're they're obviously yeah, they're supposed be to be very aggressive. Very very aggressive. Yeah. 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 Now you mentioned there, uh, Leon, about the penguin on an ice floe or a you know piece of ice. That's how the, the killer whales operate too. They create a wave to 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 rock the the the, the ice and the, the seal falls off. So. You know, we think humans, we think we're very clever, but animals have fantastic intelligence. And you look at the, how the arc the, the of or the whales work together to, to, to achieve their goal. And the same with the, with the, with the, leopard, the seal. leopard seal. I would not like to meet a leopard seal in the dark. Mm. Is that right? Now, just going back to the conditions again, you mentioned also, I, was, I think, Miss Cross, about the, the darkness. That is, in, in many cases, in the winter months there, you could have four months of total darkness. No light, like today's a lovely sunny day. Mm. Can you imagine 24 hours of darkness? That's hard going, isn't it? Because you don't know whether to get up or go to bed or whatever. So how do you think you'd cope with that, Leon?
2: I wouldn't be very happy at all because... One day, all your friends are really tired. You go to sleep. Yes. You wake up. You're wandering out, but you just realise all your friends are still back at base camp, and then it's darkness, so you don't know which way is which until morning.
1: Right. So it's, it's and you we we have a, a rhythm of operating. We, we need light and we need we need darkness. And if if it's all light or all darkness, our our systems get get confused. So we're going to finish up on this uh, segment now so thank you very much uh, luke leon sk jake Stephen, sean and miss cross thank you <laughs> well you're all very welcome to st david's boys national school and the kilmer road in artane and with me we've got some boys from miss Cross's class which is the third class in the school And we're going to be talking now, the next topic we're going to be talking about is explorers because uh, we've been talking about the the, the Kerry man, Tom Crean, and uh, the work he did in the, the Antarctica, and there's many other explorers around the world, and we're going to say something about that. And we've got Kieran Taylor, Eric O'Shane, Troy and Harry, and they're going to contribute to the, uh, to the session. So, Miss Cross, we'll start with you, will we?
0: Yeah, so I'm just going to read a segment from the book first, and the two explorers that we mainly looked at were Christopher Columbus and Neil Armstrong. So I'll just start. So Antarctica was almost unknown to the outside world as Tom Crean prepared for his long sea journey of 3,200 kilometres to uncharted land. Large gaps still existed in the maps and few people had any knowledge of what lay ahead on the journey. Only a handful of men had set foot on the continent by 1901 and these early invaders did not stray very far from the shore. No one had explored the middle of the country and no one knew what they might find when they travelled towards the South Pole people knew far more about the moon before American astronauts made the first landing in 1969 than the early explorers knew about Antarctica in 1901 so one of the uh, explorers that we did look at was Neil Armstrong and the other one was Christopher Columbus so um, Ciarán maybe would you like to start and tell us what, what you know about Neil Armstrong? He liked
2: flying from when he was two because his dad took
0: him to an
2: air show. His dad took
0: him to an air show, very good. And what else do we know about Neil Armstrong? Can anyone anyone remember Taylor?
2: That he wanted to be a pilot since he was five.
0: He wanted to be a pilot since he was five. And what was the mission, the name of the mission that he went on to the moon?
2: Apollo 11.
0: Apollo 11, very good. Very good. And and what did he do when he got there?
2: He said, one, one small step for a man, one giant leap for a man. Oh God, very very man good man, very good. That's famous, isn't
1: it? Yeah, And it's interesting, you're, you're talking about the book refers and you refer there to people who explored space. And everybody, explorers have existed throughout the times. So mm-hmm. right back to Columbus, we're very simple, we ship. And here we have somebody. Going into space in a spa- in a, in a yeah. spaceship—the same term—is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And would you guys like to go up in a spaceship? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And where would you like to go, to Taylor? Probably the moon. The moon. Would you like to go on the moon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you, they, they, they say five, four, three, two, one, lift off, and whoosh, away you go. Yeah. So, would you, would you like to go around in the astronaut suit? Mm-hmm. Would you? It's very cumbersome. It's a big, 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 big suit and big helmets. Would you like that? Yeah. Yeah? So, uh, OK, and then you also refer to um, the, the... By the way, in terms of conditions in, in, in space, is is it difficult? Mm. Well,
0: how would you find the conditions in space, boys, do you think? Fun? fun. You think it would fun? would be fun. fun, would you?
1: And would you ever... Do you know when they do training, there's no gravity, so you float around? So, yeah. would you like that? Yeah. Yeah?
2: i'd love to just bounce around on the moon all day yeah because
1: the gravity which pulls which pulls us onto the earth is very low so if you take a step on the moon it's a big step and you that's where you can bounce around so i wonder would you feel sort of would you get seasick a type of seasick from it i'm sure you would would you if you it's might a di- you might to different conditions yeah. yeah very good so the point we're making here is that tom crean went off to the antarctic in, in 1901 and the space went in the 69 and they still were primitive in their own way that very basic equipment do you know the 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 computer on the apollo 11 uh spaceship it was was weaker than the the one that we have on our smartphones today
0: imagine that yes.
1: yeah and the other thing about neil Armstrong, he was a very intelligent man and he was able to calculate in his head quicker than the computer could calculate distances so they were marvelous people weren't they
0: he's very smart yeah yeah. What about Christopher Columbus? Christopher Columbus,
1: my goodness, that, that goes back. Well, here. What did
0: he do? Eric? But oh. where where was where was Christopher Columbus off to? What was he trying to do? He was trying to get to India. He was trying to get to India, but where did he end up? America. He ended up in so America. So he was trying to go
1: to India, so and he ended, he ended up, up in America. My, goodness. you see the thing we we forget that today we have all these maps and we have GPS and we have mm. satellites and we have all this sophisticated material. In those days, people thought the Earth was flat. Yeah. And you know the horizon, you know, when you look out to the sea and you see the line? Yeah. People thought you'd fall over the edge. And sailors and Columbus's ships were afraid to sail into the uh, the horizon because they thought they'd fall off the edge of the earth. So that's the level of knowledge. So when you think of what Columbus did in terms of his bravery... You know, they're they're wonderful characters, aren't they? He wasn't
0: as good, though, at calculating, I don't think, as Neil Armstrong, (laughs) because he uh, miscalculated by about a couple of thousand miles. He thought, I think, that... He
2: thought that he
0: could get a shortcut.
2: Asia was 2,400 miles away from America, though it was actually... (laughs) 10,000
1: <laughs> miles yeah. so I'm just a little bit off he's just a bit off yeah. 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 No, yeah. You, uh, uh, Eric mentioned there about water and it going off remember all these explorers had to car- carry everything they needed on their ships so they had to carry all mm. the food all the water all their equipment and the same with Tom Crean when he was in the Antarctic they had to carry all the food with them so they had to pull it behind them. So th- these people were incredible. Yeah.
0: Well, the boys were learning about that. What kind of stuff did Columbus have on on his ships? Can you remember? Can anyone remember? Yeah, off he you
2: carried up, yeah. pigs and chickens on the ships.
0: Very good. Which yeah. ship was that? Because one ship was bigger than the, the others. The oh. Yeah, that was the cargo ship, wasn't it? Yeah. So with the Nina and the Pinta, do you think, would that have gone a little bit faster or a bit yeah. slower? a bit faster. faster why, was, why was that? Because it has less weight. Less weight. Very, very good. Very good. Okay. Very good. And And what other things, um, maybe food-wise, would they have eaten or had on the ships? Can you remember? Uh, Taylor? They would have had uh, biscuits or something. Oh, they had tack, wasn't it? Yeah, the ship's biscuits, yeah. Yeah. And what used to happen, those, though? Uh, Weevils used to get in them. Weevils, these get insects, yeah. And you know what
1: they'd have have to do? They'd They'd have have to to rinse it out? No, they'd they'd knock it on the table to knock out the weevils. Oh, the rock Yeah, <laughs> oh. because and the same with flour and the foods—they only lasted so long. Now, can any boy tell me what disease did a lot of the travellers suffer from in olden days? Can you remember? It begins with know. S. Scur- scurvy. Scurvy. That's yeah. right. And what was that due to? Do you know? Lack no, of vi- uh,
2: lack of having not too much vitamin
1: C. C. Exactly, vitamin C—the yeah. lack of it and so that's why they would, they would start off with certain foods but over they were away mm-hmm. for months remember and they'd get dehi- they would get um, sores in their mouth and their tongues and ulcers and so on yeah. it's a v- very very serious disease and people died from it it was a dreadful thing
0: but Columbus made a stop didn't he to pick up some fruit yeah, to help with that from but the Canary, Canary Islands from the
1: Canary Islands
0: very good you got yeah. mm-hmm. but he got
1: arrested he got arrested did he? he was yeah. b- by the local people is it? yeah oh. by the oh, okay. local People when he was a governor. Oh, well, maybe they didn't want him. Oh, they didn't want right Because okay. yeah, so he had bad behavior for them. Oh, okay. I see. So they were okay. a, bit, a bit naughty. I see. So, in other words, to protect so against scurvy, you had to have fresh vegetables, yeah. you had to have um, uh, meat, and, and a, ba- a balanced diet that we have today and we take for granted. Now, but you they
2: had to have salted meat. They Fe- keep it fresh. Very good. Very good Excellent. Diabetes. So
1: that's so they would put salt in the meat to, to, to preserve it. And yeah. to this day, you know, salt is used for flavour and so on. But uh, in those days, so they would carry certain live animals, like like you said, uh, chickens pigs and, pigs and pigs and so on, and so but they'd only last for so long. And goats. So, yeah. And, if you know, uh, uh, Eric mentioned there about the water was contaminated. Yeah. Tom Crean, on his journey, when they were sailing... Their water barrel, because the waves were the 40 foot waves were lashing into their boat, the water became uh, contaminated and they couldn't drink it. And and in the middle of the sea, they were dying of thirst. You know, it's an extraordinary thing, isn't it? So, anything else about Columbus and his his, his journey? Uh, Yeah, go
2: ahead. He had stew, though, he couldn't have it on some stormy days because. The storm would make the ship go on fire.
1: Correct because uh, Yeah,
0: because the coal would fall out. Ah
1: yeah, very cool. The so stew. they d- that's very, a good point. So they didn't have a hot meal every day if there was a storm for mm. three or four days they'd have you mentioned heart tack.
0: Yeah, the the biscuits, they just yeah. have to eat them, knock the yeah. weevils out of yeah. yeah. them
1: and eat them. Now, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, um, and Tom Green had to eat hoosh. Tom hoosh. Green, that's right. Tom Green had to eat hoosh. Yeah, so that was that was what they carried with them in yeah. the Antarctic. Yeah. So do you think they would have gotten sick of eating eating that after yeah. a while? Yeah.
1: Which was basically a sort of a meaty porridge you think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, every with day. In it. Yeah. It um. was it was dried meat. Mixed with sort of a biscuit thing. It was called pemmican, I think it was and called.
2: And it's, it's, it's in a cube. And when you put it in...
1: Boiling water, and yeah. And mix it with
2: water, it turns into a stew.
1: And it's... Can you imagine? Every day, that's... Oh, yeah. that wouldn't be very nice. So, so, I mean, when you think of it now that you're talking here, that you'd like to go off, in those days, people didn't even know it was there. Remember, Columbus thought he was going to India.
0: Yeah, what did he call the natives then when he got there? Um, Native Indians? Americans. Well, they called them Indians because why? Where did Indian. he think he was? He thought in-
2: he was in India. Yeah. Oh, very good. The Indies—that's so ah. how they
0: got there. How they got their name, the Indies.
1: Yeah, very, very good. So, do you think they would have come across bad weather on their journey? Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and what? Yeah. Because over in that area, that area, down by the Gulf of Mexico, in that general area, you get hurricanes and you get high, high winds also. A bit like the Antarctic, but it's much warmer, and it's it's a very very dangerous. Yeah. And I mean, these ships were very small. Remember, we yeah. think they were, we think they were big huge liners we have today. They were small crafts, yeah. bobbing around like the corks in the ocean.
2: Once I went on an eight-minute ship Did from Hoth to Dunleary.
1: You went across the bay. Yeah. And a, and a, a small boat is it a speedboat or no
2: one that can carry a hundred people?
1: And and what was that like? Fun. fun was it? Was the weather good or bad good good so would you like to acro- go across if the storm was uh, raging no No, you would, and you'd be bouncing around yeah, yeah. so um, so that was that was uh, Columbus and we, so we, were, we spoke about um, explorers we spoke about uh, uh, Neil Armstrong um, go, go ahead b- b- well, Taylor I beg your pardon sorry, sorry. it's alright
2: it's alright when Christopher Columbus was uh, heading back to Spain, uh, the Santa Maria got hit by a reef, and ah. oh and yes, they went back to
0: Spain to tell them to tell uh, Queen Isabella. Isabella, that's yeah. very good. Well, you see, Christopher Columbus had to do a similar thing to Tom Crean. Where? Yeah. What did Tom Crean do? He left. He left
2: twenty-two castaways on the Elephant Island. And
0: why did he have to do that?
2: Because. They
0: needed help. They needed help. And when the Santa Maria hit the reef, they they, yeah. ho- they were down Le- one ship. So yeah. how many men did they leave behind? 40
2: or 39. Yeah,
0: around 40, 39 men. But what happened to those men?
2: They died.
0: They died. And they died
2: because the natives killed them because they were trying to rob the natives. Very, very good. And how long were the men
0: left in Elephant Island
2: for? Four months. Four months,
0: Four months. <laughs> yeah. But, but how were those men when, when Tom Green got back? Fine, they were fine. They were fine. No they were
1: okay. Leave, so they got they rescued. Right. So sometimes
0: explorers have to abandon
1: their right. men in and come s- back. Yeah yeah. 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 And listen, is the big thing about Tom Crean, what he did, and the the, the uh, especially when the crossing South Georgia, remember reading the book? Yeah. He had to go over the the, the, the mountains.
2: Mountains that were slippery. Yeah. And remember, dogs.
1: I was I, I was in the book. I was wor- worked out that one of the mountains they crossed from the south side of South Georgia across to the, the town to get help, the mountain was 4,500 feet high. Yeah. Now, what's the highest mountain in Ireland? Karen um. Toole, down in Kerry. And that's about 3,000 feet. So this mountain that they crossed with very little equipment was another fifty half-size. So they, they did incredible things. And do you know what they did? The, it, because their, their their boots were slippery they actually got screws out of the ships and they, they, dro- they put it through the soles That to was get a good rid- idea but yeah. So I mean they were incredible people and here's another piece of information that Tom Crean and his two colleagues uh, Shackleton and uh, Worsley who crossed the, the, the South Georgia they did it in about 36 hours and afterwards they, the British Army said they would try to do it again and do you know how long it took them? Yeah. 14 days so these men, Tom Crean and his colleagues, were absolutely were, were, were incredible men to do mm. what they did. Oh. So that's it. So thank you very much, um, Karen Taylor, Eric Oshie, and Try and Harry, and thank you for the boys of Miss Cross's class, which is third class in St David's Boys National School. Thank you very much, boys and Miss Cross.
2: This programme was made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland.